You're listening to Irish Radio Candidate Home and Abroad, and last week we were chatting with James Maloney, who is the Member of Parliament, who introduced a motion that now recognises that the month of March is celebrating Irish heritage and the contribution that the Irish have made to Canada, not just on since 17th of March, but historically and the major impact on so many aspects of life. And in support of that, it passed through the House unanimously, all sides uh, delighted to stand up. And some of the people that were willing to stand up, not just to put their hand up and say yay, but some were willing to stand up and be counted. And one of those was Patrick Finnegan. Patrick is the Canadian Liberal uh, member for uh, Miramichi and Grand Lake. And uh, first of all, I'm delighted, Pat, to, to have you here. And thanks a million for coming along. And also thank you for standing up and speaking to this motion. Well, thank you very much, Austin, and it was it was a pleasure for me to uh, to stand in the house and uh, and and support my colleague James Maloney on this uh, very important bill. And and in my area, all of Miramichi, they were certainly proud to uh, you know to, to to now know that the month of March will now be uh, dedicated not only St. Patrick's Day, which is a big celebration here in Miramichi, but the whole month of March. So people were excited about that. I know I'm looking forward to getting down to the Miramichi at some stage. I still haven't managed to get down to the music festival down. And I know it is the number one Celtic music <laughs> festival in Canada. I'd say it's, well, it's, my the longest, it's the longest running uh, festival. And, of course, last year with the pandemic, uh, they had to cancel it. And I'm not sure this year. It, I doubt that it'll be full, uh, you know, the, the, the full size that it usually is. But uh, the Irish will be celebrating no matter what uh, in Miramichi for sure. <laughs> and, of yeah. course, the history of the Irish in the Miramichi is long and strong yes. also. Yes. Yes, for sure. Like, uh, for, for my ancestors, I'm probably 25 kilometers or 25 miles or, or maybe 40 kilometers uh, south of Miramichi. Rogersville is where I live and where my my family, um, uh, I guess, were first land grants uh, in the turning of the eight of well by 18 uh, probably a, the late 1800s that they acquired land here. But my the original um, my original ancestors came from uh, County Cork, from what we know. There was two brothers that came over, but it was uh, really in the early 1800s, before the potato famine. Mm-hmm. And they landed in, uh, in Nova Scotia, actually, just on the Nova Scotia-New Brunswick border, in a little, uh, com- and, and my, I guess it's the sixth generation now, uh, my, uh, my great-great-great-grandfather um, uh, settled there, and uh, it was a, a French-Acadian community, and he married uh, uh, Marie Lebrun, and then they moved inland into New Brunswick, and finally, in around 1800, um, the, the late 1800s, my uh, my great grandfather John uh, moved to Rogersville and, and got a 100-acre land grant, and we've been here ever since. So, uh, unlike a lot of the uh, Irish uh, immigrants uh, that came to Miramichi, we were in a little bit earlier, but through. Another, uh, uh, another, uh, I guess, back door <laughs> mm-hmm. where, where, where uh, Miramichi has a, different, a bit of a different history. I know I was chatting with my wife and, and um, brother-in-law very recently about that there were native Irish speakers in the Miramichi and that the oldest Irish speaker 
was, I think, close to 100, if not over 100 years old, who only died in the last 10 to 15 years. And I was explaining how strong the tradition was and how that connection had stayed very much alive. Yes, absolutely. And, uh, of course, they, a lot of the Irish came in, you know, in the uh, early 1800s, 1815 to 1850 until the, the, the famine. And, and if you, uh, when you come into the Miramichi Bay, where the Miramichi River flows into uh, the Northumberland Strait, uh, there's a little island just about the height of Chatham, because Miramichi used to be Chatham and Newcastle. Uh, which was incorporated now, amalgamated into Miramichi. But as you come in, there's a little island called Middle Island. And uh, in the, somewhere, I believe, 1847 or so, one of the ship carrying a lot of Irish immigrants that were uh, that would, wanted to immigrate to Canada uh, came in. They, they tried to land in Nova Scotia, but they were turned away because they didn't get a... a uh, a clean uh, health uh, pass, I guess. And so they came into Miramichi and uh, <clears throat> they provided a, 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 a refuge for them on Middle Island. And a lot of the people that uh, had died through the voyage by, you know, typhus and all kinds of other disease. And, uh, but they settled them there and they, they look after them for, uh, you know, to, to help the, uh, they were, they were poor, hungry and, so the, the people of Chatham looked after them, and then and after that, six other ships came in. And if you go on Middle Island today, there's a you know the Celtic cross, and there's a cemetery where many of them were buried. And uh, and from there, they um, they settled in the region of Miramichi. Uh, so that's basically the history there, and and why you'll still find the the Sullivans and the McLaughlins and the, you know the the, the, the Finnegans and and yeah. <laughs> Lots Indeed. of roots there. Indeed, and, and of course, when you mention Middle Island, there are so many islands like that. We are all very familiar with Grosseal, but also yes. then there's Partridge Island. Partridge and, and St. John, yeah. Yes, and, and it also acted very much as, as a staging mm-hmm. point. So right along the route, as, pe- as the traffic was coming across, um, I guess it was a case of the first land that they were able to arrive at where they could get, uh, disembark and start yes. to spread through. Yes, yes. And uh, once um, once on land, of course, they, uh, they so there was already settlers there. The best land was already taken for farming and that, so they had to move uh, more inland, and a lot of the communities um, uh, were formed by, by Irish settlers in, in that time and, and the years following. And a lot of the lumber operation, the small towns from Doaktown to uh, Blackville to uh, Barnaby uh, were all settled by uh, mostly Irish immigrants uh, after that uh, landing. And it's useful, I think, at this point to mention there is an historical park, as I understand it, in the Miramichi. The Middle Island uh, Historical Park is there, uh, if anybody is there and uh, up visiting. Again, so many points of interest like that, which will put it in context. And there is now a causeway. You can drive right up to the island. Like it, there's a, they build a causeway to get over there, and uh, you'll have a small restaurant and a, and a welcome center, which is open all summer long. And, of course, during the Irish Festival, it's, uh, it's in full, full celebration. Full, uh, and, uh, yeah, you, you know, you, you'll find everything, uh, <laughs> including green beer, I'm sure, uh, Oh, we don't want to hear about that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> lots of fun, lots of fun, and uh, celebrating our heritage from the parade the first day and, and 
musician. It's just just awesome. Thousands of people gather along so the river. Pat, so, Pat, when this bill was brought to the House, or this motion was brought to the House initially, uh, I know that it was on the order paper, and uh, James was very anxious to try to get it um, passed prior to the 17th of March, and he succeeded. He negotiated himself onto the order paper on time. Um, when you were on the floor of the House or when you were speaking to this, it must have brought up a lot of emotion for you. Absolutely, because I knew all of Miramichi was, was watching and it, it meant so much for them. And, and of course, and James might have told you that there's a little bit of competition, you know, where the, uh, where the capital of uh, <laughs> Irish in Canada remains. And, and if you go to Miramichi, the water tower says uh, Canada's Irish uh, capital. Now, that's disputed by a lot of people from Newfoundland to, uh, of course, James uh, also. And uh, even to go further, I did mention when I was speaking on the bill that uh, I, I even had connections with the um, possible connections with the uh, the new president of the United States because his, his, mom, his mom was... Uh, I believe it was Christina Finnegan. So I said, you know, I maybe even have more connection than you. I'm, I maybe even connected with the with POTUS, with with the uh, president of the United States. So he thought that was quite a stretch. And uh, but anyway, it was all fun competition, and we had a great time. <laughs> so does that mean then you're doing your DNA and insisting that uh, the president does his, and you get to share them? <laughs> I've done mine already. I'm just waiting for the letter saying, come on in, you're part of the family, you know, but I haven't, I haven't received it. So let's talk that for a moment. You've done your DNA. Uh, have you had the opportunity, you've got your results back. Have you done some looking at what those results have given you? Yes, yes. And, and, and as I said, you know, when the first settlers came in, they settled into uh, Acadian communities, and which has been the case almost right down to my line. My mom was uh, Richard from Nigawak, upriver. And so I have about 20, 25% of uh, Irish, uh, that, that part of uh, Europe there uh, is, is part of my DNA. And the rest is uh, French and uh, European mm-hmm. mix. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when did it throw up any names for you or any relatives for you, which uh, were pleasant surprises, or did it throw up any skeletons in the closet? <laughs> I, I was amazed uh, at the accuracy of, of it because they're bringing up names and they're saying, you know, first or second cousin. And, you know, you, you could only know that through the DNA. And, and I know it, but it, it was it was uh, surprisingly accurate. And some, of course, I didn't know, you know, names that I – and I'm sure if we, if we, you know, did the research, we'd probably connect. But uh, it's it's an amazing uh, tool right now that uh, that we have for genealogy for sure for your family tree, and then you can get the extra. You know, if you want the, they'll give you. Uh, you know how it is. They'll for more money. They'll give, they'll, they'll they'll give you some of the original paperwork. Oh yeah, the more money, the more original you can get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then, as time goes on, given now that that this motion has been approved and and passed by the House of Commons. Um, do you foresee that it will have an impact on how, in your area, in, in the Miramichi, the month of March is going to be celebrated? Uh, well, of course, St. Patrick's Day is always going to be the, the, the big one, but uh, I think it, it just brings in, you know, it, the history of our region is, is reflected in the whole month of March, and uh, I, I certainly believe it'll have an impact in, in, in even promoting and making sure we preserve our our cultural history, uh, you know, tied with Ireland, 
uh, it, it certainly will. Uh, we'll see as the years go by. But uh, I was, uh, you know, a lot of people have congratulated us for for doing this. And uh, um, yeah. So the other thing then, Pat, is that given that this was unanimously approved, and I know then there's the Canada Ireland Interparliamentary or the Parliamentary Group. So as a collective or as a caucus, you have um, blood bro- blood brothers. Um, so, uh, consequently, uh, could you see it evolving over time that the uh, Irish Interparliamentary Group or the Irish Canadian Parliamentary Group would be maybe able to uh, influence some initiatives to help raise the awareness and of the importance of the Irish, Irish cultural heritage uh, awareness? Yes, I, I was actually, uh, you know, surprised. I went to uh, one of the events there uh, with the uh, that. James organized, and it was really well attended. And of course, it's it's across party lines, so mm-hmm. uh, you know anything to promote our, uh, Irish uh, culture will be supported by by all parties. Because again, it's not a it's not a one party. It's it's across. You know, you, you'll find Irish across the country. Correct. So yeah. uh, there's support all around, and uh, yes, I, I believe that'll certainly help to to grow the uh, the, the caucus. <laughs> So, uh, before I ask you a uh, question about a uh, musical choice, um, when you were growing up, and given how rich the music cul- uh, culture is around the Miramichi, were you, uh, did you have music surrounding you, or did you engage in any music? Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, everybody knew Danny Boy. That was a, that was a, a, you know, that's the one that everybody can can at least uh, sing the first uh, verse. But uh, and uh, over the years, and if you go to the Irish festival, um, you know, a lot of good songs will will come up. We have some great talent in Miramichi. Uh, one that I particularly like, and I don't know if I get their name right, the, the town I love, the, the town I love so much, or I can't remember. The town I love so well, a Phil Coulter yes. song. Yeah. Yes, that, that I, I really enjoy that song, and uh, I uh, I don't know which group that I heard, I mean, it's been sung by a lot of people, but uh, there's a group of um, musicians, I think there was four of them, and the harmony and everything was so beautiful and often I'll just click on that and just listen to it right. but of course the uh, what's the other one uh, uh, very uh, the, the, the cliffs of um, oh, the cliffs of Dunein Christy Moore the, yes Christy Moore so those are you know classics and uh, ones who you'll hear at the festival for sure yeah uh, yeah. yeah. the definitive version of, of um, the town I love so well is often considered to be Luke Kelly with the Dubliners Oh yes, and, yes. That's uh, and actually, Dubliners, yeah. yeah. And when Luke before Luke Kelly died, he did a fantastic job on that. And he is always held as being the what would have been the one that people are trying to aspire to. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I didn't know you listen to the words. You know, it's more about the the you know the the, the difficulties that Ireland had during those years. Uh, so uh, and I listened to the word very well, and you can tell that. He's telling his story, telling uh, about you know those times in, in Ireland in, in a ballad, which is it just captures. Uh, your, indeed, indeed. Yeah. So Pat, we should wrap up, and maybe should yeah. I share the town I love so well with Luke Kelly with oh, the listener? That or, would be just great if you have it on your if yes. you have it at hand. We have indeed. We have indeed. Oh well, that'd be great. Pat Finnegan, it's been a real pleasure chatting with you. Pleasure with you, and keep safe, and we're looking forward to see you back in uh, in Canada. And hopefully, I haven't been to Ireland, so that's on my bucket list. I'm going to make it over there eventually. 
hopefully when this pandemic peters out and, and, and want to see my, my roots. Well, there's a, a countryside all over waiting. Okay. Appreciate it.